Hello and welcome to the True North Podcast with me, Jamie Hustis, as your host. In this podcast, I am bringing to you the circle of people I have had the honor of learning from and who have inspired me greatly throughout my diverse sports medicine career. You'll hear conversations and insights from professionals in the health and fitness space, athletes of all varieties, and like-minded individuals with the intention of educating how to optimize athletic performance, combat injury, and improve lifestyle mindset. Thank you for joining in. And I've seen this with people who sauna regularly, cold plunge, their mental health literally changes. And, you know, there's, there's lots of reasons why, but I just, I love this. Like a person who's really feeling down in the dumps, not feeling good about life, not, and a lot of this is, is, you know, the hormones, your hormones get balanced out. You get, you get a bit of a a dopamine hit. So, well, you would understand like a very intense bout of exercise, whether it's 10 minutes or 30 minutes, you get tired, but how do you feel afterwards? You feel I typically feel very rejuvenated. I feel really good and really alive and almost like, okay, whatever the day brings now, I can conquer it. All right. Welcome to the True North podcast. Today with me, I have Sam Rogers. Sam has entrepreneurial background and a passion, a lifelong passion for health and wellness. He is now one of the owners of Heat Praxia in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Um, and they do a lot of wonderful things with sauna and cold immersion. I'm going to have him talk a lot about that. And that's what we're here to discuss today is sauna and contrast therapy and all the fun things that go along with um, cold plunges. Um, welcome, Sam. Hey, thank you. It's good to be here. Yay. Yeah, I'm excited. For- Pretty pumped. I also want to mention too that you guys own Northwest Custom Sauna. You do you build and develop personal saunas for people's homes and businesses and stuff. So we've got a lot to talk about today. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I mean, is, is there a particular end you want to start on? Can I just give can I give a tiny bit of background about myself or what? Yeah, do it. I want to hear it. Okay. Yeah. So my name is Sam Rogers. I'm one of the business partners in Heat Praxia, which is, we call it a modern sauna studio. It's in downtown Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So, you know, we have, we have six custom-built saunas, finished saunas there. And so a finished sauna is the one with the heater that has the rocks. You can pour the water over those rocks, which is a process in Finland they call loily. And that creates a little bit of steam, a little bit of humidity, but really these are dry saunas and they get hot and heat is what heals you. So, um, yeah, I'm one of the partners in that. And I'm also one of the partners in Northwest custom sauna. So for, you know, we have a lot of people in the greater area and I'm talking Montana, Idaho, Washington, um, who obviously they live too far away from our facility to have a membership there. But they have stopped in and they want, you know, they want this custom experience in their house so they can sauna regularly. So, yeah, we can measure, design, install, build, you know, whatever any human wants, the craziest thing or the most simple sauna. We do that also. So that's pretty exciting. Those projects are really fun. But uh, so that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of my sauna stuff. And 
I can share just really quickly how I got into sauna is um, I, you know, I grew up doing all sorts of sports, athletics, um, played beach volleyball at a very high level all around the United States and in Canada. And as I, so I'm 51 years old now. So as I started to get to the tail end of my, what I would call my athletic journey, um, my knees were sore, my body hurt, my joints hurt. I did CrossFit for a while and I kept getting hurt doing that because I don't think I was doing things correctly. Um, <laughs> I was just, you know, I was going so hard, like I was 20 years old and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm 40 years old now. And, um, so that, and, and it was honestly probably through a Joe Rogan podcast that I really got exposed to all of the wonderful health benefits of sauna. And so I found a sauna local and I started going and sitting in it and, you know, two, three times a week before workouts, after workouts. And yeah, I started to, you know, this is my anecdotal evidence. I started to notice um, a lot of, I, I would say, anti-inflammatory response. Joints started feeling better. Um, and, and I just, you know, I, and also mentally, I started feeling after you're done with a sauna session, it's an, it's an interesting feeling. It's you feel what I call a calm buzz, like really feel grounded, mellowed out, but there's a certain level of energy too. I, it, it, you'd have to do it to kind of, uh, understand what I'm talking about. But, um, so all I, I, you could feel something's happening. And so I just kept doing it and doing it, doing it until, you know, finally, when I moved to Coeur d'Alene, I, I met Joe and he and I said, you know what, this town is ready for a sauna studio. We need to help people out with all of these benefits. And we thought it would be a great business model too. And so, yeah, that's how we got into this. And we decided just to go for it and it's going great. Yeah. So awesome. I feel like that's so great. I feel like the things that we're passionate about like that, like, I mean, you've, and, and we should mention Sam, that you're legendary in Montana volleyball. <laughs> Pretty much won everything you ever entered. Like um, Harley was talking, my husband was talking about you and him playing together in San Diego and playing to qualify for the Pro Beach Volleyball Tour and all that stuff. So you guys were doing some volleyball throwing down. And But yeah, he was saying that you like, don't lose. You never lost. So it's really fun to to hear that. And you're a bow hunter now, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, so I grew up in Montana and, and, you know, I was following my dad around the woods from the time I was a little kid. So yeah, I I've been into hunting and outdoor stuff in the mountains ever since I was born, ever since I can remember. And then, you know, there was a short hiatus when I lived in Southern California, a few years where I didn't hunt. And then, you know, one day I woke up and was like, Oh my gosh, I miss the mountains. And so I started taking yearly trips back to Montana every September for most of the month and leaving my poor wife alone with children. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that was, you know, that was one of the big catalysts, which really made us move back up. It was either Idaho or Montana, you know, and sure. I was like, I'm going somewhere where it's not so hard and so taxing on our family for me to go out and bow hunt. Um, and so, yeah, you know, that was one of the reasons and there were, there were many other reasons too, but. Yeah. So, so I'm really into that. It consumes a lot of my time in the fall for sure. 
Yeah. And I think, I think that just speaks to what you have decided to do with heat praxia too. Like you've had quite the athletic career. You're not, I mean, so to have such a strong testimony on what you're doing made me perk my ears about it. That's for darn sure. Cause it's like, oh man, if Sam thinks this is a pretty uh, viable thing to do on a regular basis, then it, 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 your interest in it made me be more interested in it just because I know and trust like your opinion too. So, um, this is all good stuff. Yeah. That's so cool to hear. And you know, obviously, it, it, as we go through this this podcast, people are going to hear my bias towards sauna. <laughs> um, there's right. There's there's a ton of things we can do to be more healthy and to be more athletic. We can yeah. train correctly. We can rest. Sleep is a huge factor. Totally um, nutrition. Yeah, <laughs> nutrition. How are you eating? Like these are big factors in in, in inflammation and obesity and your weight and you know, and muscle growth, all these things. Um, but the more I do this and the more I learn about the actual science behind sauna and heat therapy, the more I'm 100% convinced that this needs to be part of everyone's health regimen, along with eating right, along with exercise, along with mental health. But it is, it is huge. Yeah, it really is a big thing. And, uh, you know, I can't wait for more and more of the world to get exposed to just the benefits, how it can help their life in general. Yeah. And I, I totally agree. Like, it's just, it's just another arrow in the quiver, so to speak. Right. It's just another thing right. that we can use just like any other modality. I, I talk about that a lot, like just with the modalities that I use in, you know, my treatment sessions in my, in my business, it's like, this is not, not no one of these things is is the gold standard or end all be all. It's just an arrow in the quiver of how we can just be our best selves and live in our bodies as long as we can and take care of them the best we can. So I love that. Yeah. So on the science, let's talk about Uh, that. Let's, I want to hear, I want to hear the research that you've uh, found along the way and I want to hear all of that. Okay. So yeah, I'm, you know, first of all, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I'm just, I'm an, I'm just an average guy. So, um, I will throw out some terms, some things and, uh, you know, in this, but, but also at the, you know, we'll give show notes and links where really when people are interested, you're going to have to go and do a lot of reading on your own. We, we're not going to have time to get through too much today, but we'll give the highlights. Right. So, um, you know, I guess here's kind of where I would start is, um, here's where we are approaching this whole thing is the human body is it's an amazing creation and it's amazing system. And, you know, when I say system, I think it's all one giant system. And so, um, whereas, you know, and not to bash on traditional Western medicine, cause it definitely has its place, but, Western medicine likes to break the human body apart into all these separate systems as if one system isn't a hundred percent reliant on every other system to work properly. And so, you know, and and I think that kind of aligns with what you're doing too, Jamie is treating one thing essentially treats the whole body, the whole system. And I'm, I'm talking from physical, mental, spiritual, the entire system, you know, circulation, requires respiration respiration requires the cellular structure cellular you know it all ties together into one thing and this is one of the cool things about sauna is as we'll go through this the 
the areas it treats. So, I mean, I'm just going to first start with like um, the, uh, you know, the, the great natural health healer Hippocrates said, if you can, if you can show me how to give someone a fever, I will show you how to heal every disease. And that's an interesting one because right when we get sick, our body gets a fever, but the fever is doing a good thing. It's actually healing us. And so, you know, with sitting in a sauna, you know, when you're in 190 or 180, 200 degree sauna, essentially your body heats up to, to a fever. I mean, you, you'll get up to 101, 102 degrees of core temperature. And so basically you have a fever. And so what that fever does is it causes, you know, within your cells, you have these heat shock proteins, heat shock proteins under that heat stress. And it also happens the same in cold immersion when you're sitting in ice cold water, um, your body releases heat shock proteins. And those heat shock proteins basically are little scavengers that run around your body healing cells. So, you know, th they'll find unfolded cells, they'll attach to those, heal those, they'll actually attach to some cells that are beyond repair. And through detoxification, just take them on out of your body. So it's, you know, any sickness, any disease, um, you're doing really good things by sitting in there. And so, you know, we have a physiological response to heat stress. So like I said, you can, you know, your core body can get above 100 degrees up to 102 degrees, just by sitting in the sauna for 20 to 30 minutes. Um, also, you know, increasing your cardiac output. So, <laughs> you know, you, you, um, yeah, so the cardiac output. So what they've measured is, you know, in a, in a 20 to 30 minute sauna sitting there doing nothing, you get the same cardiovascular benefits experienced as doing a moderate to vigorous intensity exercise for the same duration of time, which is super interesting, especially, you know, I think about it from, from my athletic background and, and also, you know, yours, like, especially like a CrossFit type where the work is being done. I mean, you guys pound cardiovascularly and, and your muscular system at the same time. And so I was just, you know, I was pondering this earlier today. I was like, so let's imagine you're training for a big, uh, a CrossFit competition and you're doing two a day workouts, three a day workouts, but let's say you could substitute one of those workouts, one of your lighter, um, cardiovascular workouts with just a recovery session of 30 minutes where you're sitting in a sauna. And so how much are you saving on wear and tear on your joints? And you're also getting anti-inflammatory response. And how much are you um, saving on just muscular fatigue so that the next day during your two workouts, you're able to go, you know, as hard or a little harder. And I was just thinking like, man, all the years I put into crushing myself, maybe <laughs> I could have been doing a recovery workout, what I, what I would call a recovery workout and getting the cardiovascular benefits um, and actually increasing my ability to, of, of a larger output, you know, a month from them, two months from them. So it's just an interesting idea. And, you know, we're, we're getting a lot of uh, ultra runners, a lot of triathletes who are, who are joining our heat praxia location just for that, 
you know, they're like, I, maybe it's time. I don't have time to do three hard workouts a day. I don't have. And as, as you get older, it's like, I, I can't do the output physically that I could when I was 25. But if I can do, you know, one of my workouts this way, holy cow, do you feel good? And, you know, it's proven you're getting the cardiovascular benefit. So it's an interesting idea. And a lot of people are starting to adapt to that. I absolutely love it. A couple of things. I'm, I'm over here, like, smiling ear to ear because <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's been so much research on this lately too. Like one of my biggest things for, and, and really it's for myself when I was training super, super hard to compete in CrossFit, um, as a 40 year old woman, the recovery, like you're talking about with these, you know, high level runners and everything. Um, right. The, re the recovery is just as important as the training. Yeah. But like with this, what really got me excited about like sauna and all the benefits of that, like not to even mention, like, I love the mental benefits alone, standalone by itself. But like you start putting like these physiological things in play too. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm actually like moving the needle by taking a recovery day. Cause you know, our mindset's kind of an all or nothing. Right. Like you mm -hmm. got to just work hard every single day. That's how you're going to get better and all these sort of things. But, um, when you actually kind of take a step back. And I saw a study about that not too long ago as well. I'm, I'm blanking. I should have, but um, a study on that too with the cardiovascular output. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's fantastic. Because if you think about that, like put it into practice, if you're training hard four days a week, super, super hard, your chances of your, re like if, if you are sitting in sauna, getting that cardiovascular output, like you had just described, chances are pretty high you're not going to be able to re recreate that four or five days in a row so right right you're right. actually doing more with less <laughs> yeah so it's kind of a cool kind of a cool concept also like what you had said about fever that's really interesting too because in western medicine and everything like the first thing we do when somebody gets a fever right is like tylenol we got to right. knock the fever out. We got to, we got to combat that. It's like, why do we think we have to, and we'll talk about this with ice and stuff later, but like why we think that we have to intervene with the body's natural defense mechanisms is beyond me. It's like our, right. our body knows how to regulate this stuff better than we do. Like granted there's fevers that are dangerous. We, we know that we can, we can over overcompensate sometimes too but like you're saying like the 102s the 103s let them ride man don't tylenol it just let them go and let your body do its thing is my philosophy on it no exactly right like and you know and that that goes back to like what i said my my where where we're coming from on the whole base level is our body is a wonderful creation and it's a very complex system. And for the most part, it knows what it's doing. Yeah. Um, you know, and it knows our body, if we're taking care of it, it knows how to heal itself. Um, and then there's all these little extra things we can do like this to help to, to help the process. But um, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, one last thing about, you know, and, and you could go on a tear just looking at heat shock proteins, but um, you know, one study they did, Healthy men and women sat in a heat stress chamber for 30 minutes at 163 degrees. Uh, their heat shock protein 72 increased by 49%, which Ooh. is, you're like, whoa, that's huge. And then they did another study, same thing, where men and women were exposed to deep tissue heat therapy for six days. And their heat shock proteins increased 45% and 38% respectively. And so... 
and, and you know, people can look into this, but again, what do the heat shock proteins do? They go around and they heal you and also they heal your brain. And so, you know, this has really become a near and dear uh, deal to me because my grandfather and now my mother, um, she's kind of, whether it's Alzheimer's or dementia, but having a lot of brain health things. And uh, it's, it's super interesting to see that heat stress literally pre can prevent. And it's, it's one of these studies was said that up to 77% of cognitive decline in the elderly with regular two to three times of sitting in a sauna. And you think about that. Wow. This is, yeah. a, I mean, worldwide, but really in the United States, cognitive decline is a massive, massive problem. Um, you know, and so uh, almost everyone has some example of it in their family, you know, in an older person. And so what if we were able to pre prevent that 70 to 77% of the time? That's huge. That's and, life changing. Yeah. Right. And it's something that's doing all these other benefits at the same time. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about, you know, other health benefits, cardiovascular health. So, you know, one, and there's huge, huge studies that show reduction in cardiovascular disease, heart failure, heart attacks. Um, but one, uh, you know, one example we had with one of our members, we'll call him Derek because that's his name. He, <laughs> he yeah, he, you know, he was, he was a guy who came in at the very beginning. And I think I told you about this earlier, but just because he was tired of being cold in North Idaho winter and it's chilly, you know? So he's like, Oh, I just want to come in and get warm. And, you know, he had high blood pressure. He was on medication for high blood pressure, but within five weeks of using a sauna twice a week, he went back to his doctor, you know, and Derek says, I didn't, he said, I didn't change how I was eating. I didn't change how I was drinking. I didn't start exercising. It was just sitting in the sauna. You know, the doctor took his blood pressure and said, whoa, what, what are you doing? And he was like, well, nothing. And the doctor said, no, you're doing something. Did you have you started exercising, change your diet? What are you doing? Because your blood pressure is drastically different for the good wow. um, from, what, from what it's ever been. And Derek said, well, he said, actually, yeah, I joined that sauna place downtown and I've been going twice a week for five weeks. And the doctor said, you know, what? if your blood pressure stays like this, you don't need your meds. So don't take them. Let's just, you know, keep checking you once a week and see how it goes. But don't stop using that sauna. And so, you know, you think of, OK, the health benefit. But when 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 under heat stress, um, your heart rate goes up, which causes your heart to pump harder, which causes your blood to pump through your entire body you know, harder and faster with more force and just decreases your blood pressure. And so, you know, study after study has shown that, yeah, heat stress will decrease your blood pressure. It will increase your stroke volume on how much blood your heart is pumping per pump, which is, you know, and again, I, we can relate that to athletics. And I always, you know, with talking with you, Jamie, I always think of CrossFit. I'm like, so would it benefit you to have more stroke volume per heartbeat? 100%. 100%. Yeah, you are feeding your muscles um, more recovery every single time your heart beats. It's like, wow, 
this is this is wild stuff and so you know so it could and freshly talking, oxygenated blood at that which is right better yeah 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 so we're talking for athletes but we're also talking for people with some health problems like high blood pressure um and you know again and i don't want to make this sound again like i'm just knocking on what doctors do because they do awesome stuff but if you have high blood pressure and go and the doctor measures you the very first thing they're going to do is put you on a medication yep. to lower your blood pressure. Yeah. And I'm telling you, we, we've got the medicine. Find yeah. a hot box to sit in for 20, 30 minutes, and, and you don't have to take that medication, which is probably going to have a bunch of, you know, a bunch of side effects. A bunch of other side effects. Right. right. Exactly. Right. Now you're treating that. Um, so another, you know, another great health benefit is anti-inflammatory. So you know, something that you deal with all the time is acute inflammation, right? Someone rolls their ankle, someone pulls a muscle, strains something, and then they come to you and they're like, fix me, Jamie. And uh, (laughs) so that's, that's acute inflammation. And we, you know, we see that in athletes all the time with injury. But um, so yes, sauna, cold plunge help with acute inflammation. But you know, I, I leave more of that, your severe sprained ankle or Go, go find someone like Jamie who can treat you with all sorts of modalities that are going to help with that. But I'm talking more about chronic inflammation, inflammation on the cellular level. And so, you know, to go back to Hippocrates, he said literally all disease starts with inflammation. Mm-hmm. And many times inflammation of the gut, all disease comes from, from that same spot. And so, you know, just to hit on um, brain health, Alzheimer's, dementia, even what you and I might call brain fog. There's certain days where you feel like you're not thinking clearly. You yes. can't re- I, I had something to do. I had a question to ask my wife. I can't remember it. This is all this is all some sort of inflammation, chronic inflammation, and we get it from the food we eat. We get it from stress in our life. Cortisol, the hormone cortisol goes way up. You know, all this stuff ties in together. Um but yeah, heat, heat therapy, sauna has been shown to reduce systemic chronic inflammation in a very big way. Um, so there is a, is, is this a hormone? It's a, it's described as, it's called IL-10. So it's an endogenous anti-inflammatory protein that we have in our body. And so the level of this goes way up when sitting in a sauna. 15, it says that there's one study that said 22 healthy male athletes and non-athletes who received two 15 minute sauna sessions. um, And these two sessions were separated by a five minute cool shower. The men's IL-10 levels increased drastically and the ap- adaptation occurred even faster in the group who were athletes. So their body was already more in tune and ready like primed to increase these levels. Yeah. So that's super interesting. That's really interesting. And what's also yeah. interesting is the two sessions. Because let's be real. Most people take the pill because it's quicker. Most people want like right. the quicker, easier thing like i know it's one of the reasons why i love working with the population i work with is because they understand you know yeah they might feel better when they come have a treatment with me but there's also work 
to do on the other side. Like you're in, you're in the situation you're in because you put yourself there, you know, whether it's poor technique, whether it's, you know, some random injury or whatever, but there's work to be done on their side of it outside of my office, like outside of my clinic. And, and you know, it's, it's one of the best things about my practice is that I work with a more active population who's willing to take that on and understand that. And I feel like a lot of the population don't really truly understand that there's some ownership that they need to have in their situation mm-hmm. as well. Um, so I like that it, you know, in two sessions, these were already markable, trackable right. yeah. improvements. And they, you know, I feel like if people see that, you know, they, when you see results, you keep coming back. It's it's simple. So like something right. that's quick like that, I think it's an easier, maybe sell is the wrong word, but it's easier to get people on board with things when it doesn't take, oh, we'll see how you do in six months. Maybe your markers will be better in six months. Like, right. I, think, exactly. I find that very, a yeah. very interesting piece of info, I guess. I'm just, I'm writing it down. So I look into that a little further myself. That's awesome. Yeah. This, these studies and, you know, we'll, we'll give the, uh, the uh, links for these studies, but they're so interesting because it, it, it gives you the actual, like you said, the, the scientific proof, the numbers that these things are actually happening. Cause if you just, you know, if you just go sit in a sauna, um, and when you're done, I guarantee you're going to feel really good. (laughs) Your body's going to feel good and your mind is going to feel really good. But what is that? It's like, yeah. well, I, I feel really good. But what's interesting is, you know, uh, of from our heat praxia location, you know, we, we started this on a hunch that it would work, that people were going to like it, that people wanted this. Um, but as any entrepreneur knows, like you, you roll the dice and you're taking a big risk. It's like, boy, I hope this works because we're sinking a lot of money into this deal. Yeah. But, uh, but what we found is um, we're at, almost 70% of the people who do a a one-time drop-in. So they come in, they drop, they want to try it out. They come out of their sauna, they're done with their session. Almost 70% of them get a membership to continue doing this. And so that's a high rate of return. That's awesome. I mean, (laughs) we were thinking like 12%, you know, we're like, how many, how many people are going to just spring right then and join? You know, we thought, well, let's be, let's be cautiously pessimistic. Like it's going to be really low is what we thought. It's going to take a very, very long time to get people coming regularly. Um, Which is, you know, kind of, you have to go into a business model that way. Cause if you predict things too optimistically, you might be very disappointed. But so we've been blown away at, and these are people, they aren't doing blood work before and after they're not measuring anything scientific. They're, they're, they're able to tell you, I feel better than I felt in a really long time after 30 minutes. And, and that's the most important marker there is in my book. Right. Yes, it's like, for sure. Holy cow. Um, yeah, let me, let me just hit on the, the cognitive decline thing. One last thing on that is um, one study. So I'll just read this. Findings from a large observational study of middle-aged men living in Finland demonstrated that men who used sauna four to seven times a week had a 65% reduced risk of developing Alzheimer's disease compared to men who used only one time a week. Hmm. So, um, you know, so kind of our prescription is 
we want people to sauna three times a week, whether it's 20 minutes or 30 minutes, but um, three times a week. So if they could get more than that, that'd be great too. But, you know, not that you're not getting health benefits from even one time a week. Because I think uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, one of the studies she was reading about that I listened to, said that even, you know, the heat shock proteins that get released, like that lasts up to five to seven days after one sauna session. And that's remarkable too. I was like, so there is a, there is a pretty long overlap of the benefits, but you know, for, for Alzheimer's disease, it seems like more is better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, um, you know, w- one other thing that a, a lot of studies have been done on is people with depression. So the same thing, um, a lot of people and cold plunge goes right into this too. And I've seen this with people who sauna regularly cold plunge their mental health literally changes and you know there's there's lots of reasons why but i just i love this like a person who's really feeling down in the dumps not feeling good about life not and a lot of this is hor- is you know the hormones your hormones get balanced out um you get you get a bit of a, a dopamine hit so well you would understand like a very intense bout of exercise, whether it's 10 minutes or 30 minutes, you get tired, but how do you feel afterwards? You feel, I typically feel very rejuvenated. I feel really good and really alive and almost like, okay, whatever the day brings now, I can conquer it. Like I'm, I'm in a spot now where I can do this. And so you get those exact same hormonal release, the exact same from sauna and from cold plunge. Um, just, you know, it, it affects your beta endorphins, your opioid system, which is in your body. And you get all these positive health benefits on how you feel and how you can deal with everyday life. And which I think is important for, especially we live in some wild times right now, you know, (laughs) take a look at the last two years. It's been a wild ride and depression, depression and suicide are at almost all time high rates within the U S right now. Yep. Which is so sad and it's so scary. And the but... average age of suicide is getting younger and younger, which right. is also just so scary and sad. But as so, yeah, hundred percent. And so with you know, with with exercise, eating right, sauna cold plunge, you can literally wipe these things out. I mean, I really believe you can. You can wipe them out and it, it's going to um well, let's talk about this just for a second. So there's there's a guy that we met who is actually opening up a location different but similar to what we're doing down south of Salt Lake City. And his idea is he's they're bringing in big corporations who are trying to solve big corporate problems, how to grow businesses, how to tackle these issues, how to do this. And so, you know, his mindset is we think the most clear when we're in a parasympathetic state so they'll do a they'll do a vitamin drip to get your blood get everything going they're doing sauna and cold plunge and then they have an organic juice bar and then at that point when everyone is in a parasympathetic state they're very balanced everything's good blood's doing good oxygen levels are great they head into this conference room which they call a speakeasy room and they Mm -hmm. they solve problems and they're seeing, you know, great results with this, 
because people are in a, in a mental spot to be able to tackle really hard things. Whereas, you know, if you're loaded with cortisol because, uh, you know, you just, you just had a little argument with your spouse or your kids are screaming and, and then you're getting calls from work, all these things are going on. You're just not in a mental space and, and honestly a physiological space to solve problems. You're probably at a heightened emotional and your hormones are all out of whack. So, you know, to, to be able to get in this space, we're able to think clearly now and really, really think about issues in our life or goals. How can we achieve this goal? So it all, again, we are, we are that one system and it all ties together. So your, you know, your mental function ties in with your physical function ties in with everything else. So I love it. It's optimizing performance or physically. I mean, it's, it's just, it's right. happening, you know, it's, it's, it's optimizing performance. And that's one of the, I mean, this is just one of those other tools that you can utilize. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. <laughs> what about, uh, you ever heard of this thing called ADHD? Oh yeah. <laughs> this condition, right? Like, uh, you know, and, and I, I have, I have a, a few issues with the whole labeling of every active child. That yeah. Yeah. I'm like, man, me and my friends, we would have all had ADHD when totally. kids yeah. had that been around, but, but you know, there, there are people who basically they can't focus. They just can't focus. And so they're, they're finding that in adults with ADHD, that heat stress is huge for their success. And so, you know, there, there's, there are people who are prescribing, like you need to sauna. This is a great alternative therapy, better than, you know, this pharmaceutical that, that you would be put on. So a lot of clinicians are starting to do that. And people are having really good success with, I would just say chilling out. Like, like we talked about getting in that parasympathetic state and now they can, their brain slows down. They can think clearly, um, which it. is, that's a beautiful thing too. So let's what about, talk about, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the cold plunge. Let's talk about okay. the, so you're, and it looks like your recommendation for like optimal benefit is to do the ice plunge in combination with the sauna therapy or like contrast therapy, which is kind of a tried and true method in injury treatment as well. Mm. So I, you know, I feel like that's one of the few things in my athletic training career. I feel like I look back on that's kind of held true. Like <laughs> we talked about this earlier. Uh, Gary Reinel has a book called iced, um, kind of dispelling the myth of the rice protocol. We don't need to go into all of that, but like the icing of the in of injuries, you know, like it, it's sort of like going back to what we talked about earlier about intervening into your body's natural reflex. Like you sprain an ankle, it swells. Uh, the, the protocol lately has been to just throw ice on it because we want to fight inflammation. Well, we need the inflammation to heal. So there's studies now that are showing that like icing an injury is actually slowing down the process of healing and, and blocking a lot of the things that to do um, and it's not creating the best environment for people to heal from injuries um, but ice immersion is different like you look at what I, Andrew Huberman talks about on his fantastic podcast any science geeks out there need to be listening to Andrew Huberman's 
podcast. It's uh, at Huberman Lab. It's fantastic. But he talks a lot about cold exposure protocols and just the positive effects it has on metabolism. And like what you were talking earlier, like the increased dopamine hit, all that mm. sort of stuff that... Uh, just have some wonderful, wonderful things. Um, and he talks a lot about doing contrast therapy as well. So that's that's your protocol that you guys use too, correct? Yeah, yeah. So we have, um, and, you know, in building our, you know, our modern sauna studio, heat praxia, we, we realize now we made one mistake was we only put in one large cold plunge. Gotcha. Um, and thinking that not, everyone not not very many people are going to want to um experience that discomfort because yeah yeah <laughs> getting, i mean it's it's you know it's intense yeah 39 degree water so it's cold very cold i mean it's very shocking on your system so um <clears throat> but what we found is almost 100 percent of people want to do the contrast therapy which is you know 10 to 15 minutes in a sauna and then going to the cold plunge. And what we have people do is when they get in the cold plunge, we want them to get in very slowly with very controlled breathing and try to get in, you know, to chest level or neck level and then just sit and focus and breathe and stay in until it just hurts so bad that you can't stand it. But the whole time controlling your mind and staying calm and, you know, there, there are some people that 30 or 40 seconds is, feels almost life ending. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that would be me. <laughs> we have, we have some people who get in there for six or eight minutes and which wow. is, I, you know, I'm like two to three minutes max. And it is, it is a monumental mental task to stay in that cold water that long. Um, but there's so many, you know, physiological and mental benefits one, the mental benefit of just, um, just doing something hard. Yeah. Love is, it. Right. Is, is our, you know, our entire modern day society, honestly, it's so easy. We have no real struggles, right? With the first world problems. What am I going to eat right now? Um, what can I look at right now to entertain me? And right. we, we don't have any real struggle. I mean, when's the last time you had to just go forage around in the woods to find something to eat because you were stinking hungry? It doesn't right. happen in our modern day. So just the task of doing something hard literally helps you do other hard things and and seek other challenges, which, you know, we're very soft. We're a soft society. And so I like it for that aspect. But um, yeah, so, you know, as as contrast therapy, the way I think about it, you get in the sauna and your blood moves to the outside of your body to try to cool you down. So your skin gets flushed a little bit. You start sweating. Your circulation ramps up. Your heart rate ramps up. Okay. And then contrast therapy. Now we go into the super, super cold. Your blood does the exact opposite. Now it rushes in to surround all your organs to protect your organs. And if you're breathing properly, and in a, in a good mental space, you're able to slow everything down. And basically it's like your body goes into a real survival mode. It wants to keep you alive because if you stay in that cold water too long, we all know hypothermia and you're going to die. Yeah. Um, so you stay in there and then back into the heat. And now your body goes, oh my gosh, we're heating back up. We're heating back up. 
and this is, you know, one of the things like we talked about with uh, the blood pressure with hypertension, like this is going to <clears throat> help your blood flow so much to be going from this one extreme to the other extreme back to the other extreme your body it's like your body relearns okay this is how i pump blood this is how i make this move this is how i can get this blood to reach every single part of the body you know and and this is another reason it's flushing out a lot of the uh, inflammation in your joints knees elbows shoulders all these things that get so sore from working out so yeah i'm i'm with you jamie i i do think that contrast therapy is the you're getting the best of both worlds and especially if you can do it in conjunction, like, like the system we have set there. But what we've done, we, we just ordered two more big cold plunges that we'll be installing um, next month. So now we'll have three really high-end cold plunges. So we won't have anyone waiting to cold plunge when they're you know, in between their sauna sessions. Cool, cool. Gosh, that's just amazing too. That, that's, that's just really funny that people are, people are doing this for sure. I love it. Um, yeah. What else, what else on this cold, cold therapy that you want to talk about? Let's see. Um, yeah. The, the interesting thing about cold therapy, like we have uh, one, one of the young men who works for us, he's really into Wim Hof breathing mm -hmm. and cold plunging in the lake in the winter. So he has a whole group and they go do that, you know, and they, they, I think about a year ago, they started doing it as a group of two or three, and that group has grown and grown. But they'll go now when it's 34, 36 degree water, so just above freezing. And some of the people are staying in for 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. And it's really interesting. I, I, I'm not there yet. But, you know, Kyle, Kyle is a, he's really knowledgeable on this stuff. And, you know, he's like, it's adaptation, just like anything else. So keep, if you do it regularly, your body adapts to where you can withstand more. And it's the For same sure. with heat. It's the same with cold. It's the same with resistance training, same with running, whatever it is, your body has wonderful adaptation abilities. And so, yeah, so these guys have worked up to some of them a half an hour in, you know, sub 40 degree water. And you think about it, you're like, well, they honestly, they probably should die of hypothermia. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Be, being in that long, but they don't, they they come out and yeah, they're cold and they're shivering, but they're totally fine. And yeah, it's that. really cool how they, they, they've trained their body to do hard things and they're getting, you know, all the, all the physical and mental benefits out of that too. Super cool. And that's another one where you're getting, you know, all the good, uh, all the good hormone releases you're getting and, and heat and cold do a really good job for um for insulin and glucose regulation so sitting sitting in the cold is super good it kicks on your body's ability to burn fat for fuel and so you start burning off all that bad fat which is su another super cool the thermo thermogenetic effect of that really neat yeah that is the thing that huberman kind of talks about a lot too is just the the positive effect of, of metabolism on it like the ability to burn to burn resources more effectively is is his thing on the cold exposure protocols um which is cool i think one differentiating factor too like these people who are staying in this cold for that long that wim hof breathing technique is mm -hmm. is wizardry 
it's unreal. <laughs> like it's crazy stuff. And, but I'll be darned. Like I haven't gotten way into it. I've just sort of dabbled in like looking into it to see what it is, tried a few right. things. Um, but I can tell you like even just having the basic level bottom entry to Wim Hof breathing techniques, like I know in, in workouts, like in cardiovascular workouts, like right. it's, it's totally controllable. Um, how you're breathing, how you can oxygenate your blood, therefore have better access to your muscles, all that sort of stuff. It's valuable, valuable, valuable information. I feel like people who are high-level competitors need to be checking into that for sure too. Yeah, and it's totally. allowing them to stay in there that long. There's no other right. way that they could right. physically be in there without yeah, Wim Hof. Yeah. Like he, yeah, he talks about stuff like he's able to literally regulate his own heart rate with his breathing like he can speed it up he can slow it down he can do all these things in cold and heat and everything with his breathing and it's he's in control total control of his of what we term parasympathetic things it's fantastic it's really right it's, it's really mind-blowing so <laughs> he uh um, kyle and heather who's our general manager down there are both just finishing up um uh breath coach certifications from a, a company called XPT, which is stands for extreme personal training, which is run by uh, Laird Hamilton and Gabby Reese. So Laird Hamilton is one of the most renowned big wave surfers. So, you know, he surfs 80 foot waves, which literally when, if you wreck, on one of those waves, an 80 foot wave. And, you know, I surfed for a long time and I can't even imagine this stuff. You're going to get held down for two, three, four minutes underwater in extremely yeah. turbulent situation too. Not, yeah. it's not like, it's not like calm. You're getting ragdolled. And so Laird, you know, started doing a lot of breath work stuff to be able to increase his ability to calmly hold his breath while yeah. in these situations. So he didn't, so he didn't drown or die. And, um, his wife, Gabby Reese was, uh, you know, back in my early volleyball days, she, she was kind of the a supermodel yeah. <laughs> and an elite volleyball player. And so, you know, they've put together this program, um, an XPT program. They do a lot of breath work and some of it is, is kind of Wim Hof based breathing. They do a lot of, uh, like nasal breathing, which is really, you know, that information has really come out in the last few years too. And I'm just starting to dabble in that, trying to figure out how do I do a trail run and only breathe through my nose and not die? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it's shown, right. That you yeah. actually recover faster breathing that way. So I'm trying to figure that stuff out, but it, um, so yeah, two of our instructors down there are getting certified in this stuff and starting to take people through breath work and breath coaching and you know it's kind of cool that we have those people on staff because i just jump in as a nobody and they i'm like coach me please show me this stuff what do i need to learn and um so i'm you know i'm learning as we go also it's, but it's really cool stuff that's fascinating have you um have you heard of the book called the oxygen advantage it's actually I have. yeah if uh gosh that that changed my thinking that book for sure i've read it if you, it's pretty short read okay if any if any of the listeners are kind of interested in this nasal breathing and like oh just breathing in general and what it does for like your musculature and everything else um the oxygen advantage i'm blanking on the author i'll put it in the show notes too but okay. um 
it's it's just fantastic. It's a short read. I think I've read it like three times, and every time I read it, there's something else that pops out. It's like, oh yeah, it's just good reminders because you go to your default so much. Like, you know, you you think, okay, I'll I'll do this. I'll put this in practice, and it'll stick. But it it doesn't. You typically go back to it's, yeah, it's, what's it's, comfortable. Yeah, breathing is a is a really hard one to control when under duress, under or, stress. Yeah, you know, yeah, when you're working hard. But, you know, talking about that, so let's talk about the fun stuff, physical fitness, athletic performance, the benefits from, from heat stress. So one study showed with uh, a group of, let's see, these guys were, okay, they were distance runners. So six male distance runners, they found that with one 30 minute sauna session twice a week for three weeks that their post-workout, okay, so they, sorry, they would work out, they would sauna for 30 minutes twice a week. They did this three times a week. What they found was that their time to exhaustion while running was increased by 32%. That's huge. Isn't that huge? And I'm like, oh my gosh. So if you're a competitive athlete, even a, even someone who hikes or bow hunts or mountain bikes or like we're talking 30% increase. That's, that's the difference between, um, you know, podium at CrossFit and, oh, I got 10. And not qualifying. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And not qualifying. You're right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, you guys are so tight in, in the differences that that could be huge. But also the, uh, so in the same study, those same improvements were accompanied by a 7.1% in blood plasma volume. And a three point five percent in red blood cells, so wow. that's just huge. It's I mean, monstrous. I always tell people too, like we're looking for that one percent. If we can grab one percent, we can get one percent better. You know that right. that can be a, a huge difference. So yeah, you. I mean, those numbers blow my mind. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's wild. But you know, in that you know, it comes from the heat acclimation will increase your plasma volume your blood flow, your stroke volume. So it's just, it's moving your blood through your body in a lot more efficient manner. So then your feet, you know, you're feeding your oxygen to cells, muscles, everything else. Super cool. Another really cool thing is um, muscle mass maintenance is what it's called. So basically, as, you know, as we get older or don't exercise, your muscles are going to atrophy. They're going to get smaller unless you're working them. And then, you know, over time, like here, here, I think I, I mentioned I'm 51 now. And so a 51 year old male, I'm supposed to be, um, way lower in testosterone than I was, you know, not so many years ago. And my muscle mass should be decreasing, but it's not. And I, you know, I'm like, so there's, you know, there's all these, uh, if your testosterone's dropping all these symptoms, you know, and I'm like, cause I I'm, I'm now meeting a lot of guys my age and younger who are on testosterone replacement therapy. Yeah. So what, a big deal right now. Yeah. It's a huge thing. And, you know, so I, I read through all the symptoms and I'm like, no, 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 I don't have any of these. And, you know, at the gym when working out, like I'm, dang near as strong as I was when I was 25 and 30 years old. And, awesome. you know, I, I'm not as pain-free as I was back then <laughs> because of, you know, just wear and tear. But 
it's interesting. I think, so I think sauna is helping with that is, uh, it, it, it does keep your body's muscle from atrophying, which is, uh, so I'll just read a little bit here, but yeah, heat acclimation through sauna. Um, it promotes the release of growth hormone. It improves your insulin sensitivity. Um, really good for recovering from injury. So, you know, let's say you have someone who's injured and for whatever that injury, they actually can't work out for a while because it's just, you know, right. Too much pain or restriction of movement or whatever it is. A really good thing for them to do during that time of healing is sauna to maintain their muscle mass. That's amazing. Right, Can I add because, one thing real quick yeah. on that? So mm -hmm. on the growth hormone, that's really significant that you mentioned that that, I mean, that you're having an increase in growth hormone too, because there's really two times when our body regulates or uses growth hormone. And that's mm -hmm. like after intense exercise and then in a certain phase of our sleep. So there's only twice that we can really advantageously use growth hormone. So another little way to get growth hormone right. going is, is, is a feather in the cap. That's notable. Yeah, that's okay. awesome. Continue. Um, sorry. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Had to a, add lot, that. <laughs> a lot of that stuff is again, tied in with heat shock proteins and, and all of that stuff. So it's, it's just a really interesting process again, that, uh, that, that, helps your body maintain muscle mass. And I, you know, again, I think of this again, in terms of longevity, the mm -hmm. older years of our life. And I mean, you know, let's not lie. We're all going to die. Yep. The question is, um, we don't know when we hope to live long lives, but it's my, my concern is how, mm -hmm. how am I going to die? Let's say I lived a, you know, 93 or 103 or whatever it is. Um, do I want that last 10 years of my life to be cognitive decline? No, I don't. Do I want to be super weak so I can't go up and down stairs? No, I don't. So maintaining muscle mass, you know, is a super important thing. And, you know, so often I think in our society, we only think of it as, you know, young high school athletes, college athletes, or people trying to lose weight need to. Sure. Um, right. But it's, you think about it long-term, your whole life, what kind of quality of life do you have if you can't really even get out of your chair when you're 78? And I know people that are younger than that who are really having a hard time using walkers already. And, but it's, they didn't ever do it. They didn't maintain strength. Yep. They let it go. And so kind of like we touched on, you know, as we get older, we're not going to be able to work out as hard as often or as intensely as we did when we were young. That's just part of aging. But what if you were able to maintain a good portion of that muscle mass by still exercising, but also adding in sauna, also adding in cold plunge um, to keep yourself strong for as long as you can and not be a burden on your family as you get older. Yeah. So, Play the long uh, game. Exactly. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, yeah, I don't yeah, Anyway, I won't. I should probably not stay. But I was just going to say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have to do the same thing. Um, so, you know, uh, one thing we get asked about all the time when talking sauna with anyone is detoxification. Does, you know, they, they want a sauna to detox and yeah, it's a really good way to detox through sweating. 
so you know you're you have all these toxins that accumulate muscles adipose adipose tissue organs and so really sweating hard is a great way to detox um all of those areas and when you're doing it regularly like we talked about maybe three times a week you're you're you are really doing a regular detox on your body and so heather who's our general manager down there you know she was in the military and had to take a ton of vaccinations which she didn't really want to take but she had to to be in the military so mm -hmm. she ended up with a lot of autoimmune issues after that and they persisted for a long time to the point where she you know she couldn't exercise or do anything it would cause her so much deep joint pain inflammation that it just it became not worth it to even try to exercise because it hurt too bad you know it was doing the opposite of what it was supposed to do you know she, so here, here's kind of her path was she she had to do an extreme elimination diet she did carnivore diet and she still does a lot um and so through that and then regular sauna cold plunge um she's done some detox stuff on her feet i don't know if you've ever seen that you put your feet in some sort of solution and it literally sucks toxins out of your feet what the clear water turns black really wild she's showing me pictures and she's like those are literally heavy metals being sucked out of my body through my feet um, but there's a lady in Coeur d'Alene who does that. But through all of these processes, I mean, Heather is back to doing kickboxing, running, lifting weights. I mean, you know, it, you would never know that she had suffered from just severe autoimmune stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. I'd be interested in seeing, so like on the detoxing thing, like my my kind of stance on that too is like we have one detoxer and that's our liver you know our our liver is the one that regulates any type of detox that happens so it's like i'd be interested in seeing oh like blood work and stuff on the liver like right with, with sauna stuff too to see like what's happening there because like it's got to be affecting it in a positive way if we're getting a detox situation in in my in my brain yeah that makes that totally makes sense to me too yeah yeah interesting all right. Well, I think we should leave it there. I think this mm -hmm. is amazing. You've got some, I mean, we've, this is a lot of information. This is so fantastic. I'm, I hope people really get some valuable information out of this and Sam, we gotta, we gotta bring, we gotta bring this to Bozeman, man. I love it. <laughs> let's, let's do it. We will, we will talk a lot more about that um, off the podcast, but yeah, just for, for all you Bozeman people, we have a goal to bring a heat praxia location to Bozeman. Um, we want to bring this to you guys because I, I know it would just do great down there. Yeah, I'm super excited. I feel like we got to speak it out loud so we can we can we can make this happen. I think it'll be fantastic. Um, that'll be amazing. And so I want people to know where they can find you as well. You have an IG page at Heatpraxia, P-R-A-X-I-A. -A, and I'll right. put that in the show notes. You're going to be tagged and everything I put about this um podcast too so people can find you a website heatpraxia.com and then also your sauna building um mm -hmm. adventure that you're doing at northwestcustomsauna.com all spelled out perfect Is, uh, am i missing anything where else can people find you uh that's it i mean you know i can someone can call me direct if they'd like to talk sauna i love it <laughs> awesome i love it thank you so much sam yeah. i appreciate your knowledge and 
you're a groundbreaker on this. I feel like you are just getting into some really amazing things and you're so interested in the science behind it, which I love. And yeah, it's amazing. Thank you for your info. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Jamie, for your time. This has been super fun. I appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. Yeah, you bet. Right. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>